Hi, this is Lindy, the creator and host of Lindy's Audio Cafe, a podcast focused on positive and thought-provoking stories. Life gets busy, and in the race for happiness, we sometimes forget it's often the smaller things in life that truly matter. My podcast is focused on the stories that don't make tabloids, the basics that make you smile, the kindness of people who help make the world a better place. Yeah, we need a bit more of that. But before we get started, please be sure to hit subscribe on your podcast app so you don't miss future episodes. Thanks for listening. Well, don't mind me if I take a few moments just to climb into something a little more comfortable. And I'm going to crawl underneath those sheets and grab some blankets. Grab some blankets. Oh, for goodness sakes, there isn't any room on this bed. It's been taken over by a 13-pound poodle. And I can't get any blankets. He's got all the space. He thinks he's king of the bed. And there isn't any room to climb in with my woolies on. Move over, Oz. Hello there and welcome to Lindy's Audio Cafe. My name is Lindy and I'm absolutely delighted to be back here again today. And we're here with episode number six, all about animals. That's right. It's an animal world. (laughs) My little growl. Uh, I'm not talking about wildlife like the animals that are going through my yard and rooting up my garden and chewing my trees, the kind that I'm catching on my critter cams. No, that's not the kind of animals I'm talking about. I'm talking about those little four-legged fur things that become part of our household. They're part of our family. You know, just like I have Ozzy, my 13-pound poodle, there are many people out there that have different kinds of pets, from animals, snakes, rats, lizards, uh, down to cats and dogs and no elephants. (laughs) You know, if you've got animals in the house, they really do become part of the family. So today we're going to talk to a couple of people who are kind enough to share their time and share their stories And let us know about some unique ways that we can share our homes with our pets. And we're going to start out talking to Cousin Wally. And I'm just going to step right over to the video here. Um, And here we go. (laughs) Hey, I've actually got uh, Cousin Wally on the line with me right now. Now, Cousin Wally lives on the North Island here in Vancouver Island. And uh, he's a super wonderful guy, great animal lover. And Wally is going to tell us a little bit about the he has in his house. So hi Wally, how's it going today? Hey Linda, how are you doing? Very good, thank you very much. I'm doing just great. It's a little bit rainy out there today. Yeah, that's the, that's true, that's for sure. We've had too much of that lately, but that's all right. No worries. We're all yeah. good to go. That's good. So now I understand you have a few animals in your house. Now I'm not talking about you, I'm talking about the cats. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you got that right. No, it's, we have four four cats. Uh, and I say we because <laughs> we can't have just one owner now. We have both of them, and uh, they're just a delight. They're all uh, they're all very individual. The personalities of them, I I didn't realize that when you have an animal or used to having a single animal. When you have more than one, you get to see the interaction and and how different they are. I, I didn't realize that just a cat's a cat, right? You know, but they're <laughs> totally not. <laughs> and now you mentioned, you said you have four of them. Are they all close to the same age or do they vary in age? Well, we have, uh, no, we have Bud, uh, Butters. 
he's the grandpa, he's about 10, and he's pretty passive and lovable and everything, and he's, uh, he's kind of like in a world of his own, like he, the, the rest of them kind of respect him and just let him be what he's doing. We have Romeo and Juliet. They're uh, they're all spicky cats, by the way. They're all rescue cats. So uh, yeah, wow. we tried to do our part and 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 help out the society. And then we have Marie, which uh, she's uh, pretty much she's pretty much the one that keeps everything going. And she's I, the pest, pretty much. Uh, the rest of them are like I said, Romeo. He's like he's the lover, and Juliet. She's the hunter, and pretty much the boss. Like she's kind of the one that keeps everybody in line, and and that. But uh, yeah, it's very unique to see them. I, I didn't realize the, the personality differences in in them all, truthfully. But no, they're a handful. <laughs> I bet they are. So you've got Romeo, you've got Juliet, you've got Marie, and what was the first one? Was it Bud? Bud. Bud, yeah, Bud. I did Bud Butters. Yeah, <laughs> and it's <laughs> yeah. So, so what do they do all day? What happens on a rainy day on Vancouver Island and you have a house with four cats inside? How do you use them? What are they doing today? Yeah, well, to start it off, well, we had we used to have some outdoor cats. My daughter had one, and uh, and beautiful, beautiful. But then it got in a fight with a raccoon, and it, it unfortunately, oh, no. yeah, it had to be. So, Kath was my wife. She uh, was really upset, and this is getting into where the catio idea was coming and going around. A lot of people were sharing stories about the catio, and and I thought, well, hey, there might be something to this. So what I did, I just went and basically built a cage around one of the our opening windows and then made an animal door on a piece of plywood and put it in there, and allowed, and that allowed them to come in and out. and. So they could get a little taste of the outside world, and yet they're safe. And it's really good for her because she knew that now she didn't have to worry about the neighbor's dogs. No, nothing, no slight against the neighbor and the dogs, but you can't blame animals for, for interacting with each other. I mean, that's just the way it is. It allowed them to come in and out. Quite simply, like you say, peace of mind. We can leave the house knowing that, uh, you know, there's no problems. They can come and go, and we don't have to worry about looking for them when we get back or, or whatever. And safety-wise, it's a big relief. For sure it is. It is. I, I recommend it for cats, dogs. I would recommend it because it does help on the worrying. That's for sure. Absolutely. And what you're doing is you're allowing your cats to have a little bit of freedom. So whether you're there or not, they're not just stuck sitting inside. They can get outside, they can roam around a bit, but they're safe in their environment. Yes, absolutely. And I made it like a little jungle gym for them. And I didn't cover up. I put some indoor-outdoor carpet on the ground so they're not, you know, chewing, sitting in the mud or nothing like that. And I did leave a chunk, a nice little piece of fresh grass so they actually have real grass that they can go and jump on and whatever and dig i see there's been a little hole here and there but they're not trying to undermine or do the great escape or nothing but uh they then that way they can you know they can sit stare out they watch constantly birds are out on the you know on the driveway and they watch and things coming by and uh they're totally i didn't realize there was so much interactive with with the animals outside as far as you know critters bugs juliet she's always bringing in uh, uh caterpillars and 
course, she's got a mouse and and uh, and flies, which I was quite surprised about. Uh, she actually catches flies in her mouth and brings them in the house, and then lets them go. And Kathy's got to chase the fly around to get it because you know <laughs> that's like having a fly in the house and the oh, rest yeah. of the cats see it. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. can just imagine. Now you you mentioned that they brought mice in before. Have you ever had oh. your cat bring in a mouse that's still alive and drop it at your feet? Um, not me personally, but. The wife just <laughs> she got a present the other day. Well, I was guess it's last week. Uh, uh, she got up to get her usual ritual and coffee and go down to her her computer and uh, and she turned the light on. Thank goodness! And then there was a rat. Oh and no! The, uh, yes, yes, it was dead. Thank goodness. And uh, but I, yeah, it was uh, quite the ex, quite the excursion for sure. Uh, and that's to say, that's what I was saying about uh, Juliet. She's pretty much the hunter. She brings anything she can get. She'll grab it and bring it. I believe they're, they're rewards or treats or I don't know. I think they're showing you that. Here you go. And this is what I'm. I'm worth the kitty food you give me. And this is what I bought you. And. <laughs> It was quite the way to have her morning coffee, that was for sure. <laughs> I bet. That would definitely be an eye-opener for sure. I can only just imagine. I, I had an experience in a workplace years ago where I had a cat uh, bring a mouse in and drop it at my feet. And uh, that certainly startled me. But I can't imagine how I would react if I got up in the morning and the cat had brought in a rat. <laughs> and I yes. guess that would mean you definitely do not have pet rats, I assume. <laughs> no, no. Well, we try to keep wondering where they're coming from, but need, needless to say, I mean, there you go. And this is something that people can think when they figure, hey, you know, the, the outdoor cats or indoor cats aren't doing their job. Well, they do their job, even though they get limited time outside, because I guess creatures don't know and they'll come through the cage. And, oh, uh, absolutely. Yes. I, I heard uh, a yeah, I heard a story of somebody once who actually had a raccoon come in through their dog door. <laughs> yes, um, Kath actually had, she was worried about that. She uh, was sitting on the couch and heard a, some little bit of a kerfuffle outside and uh, lo and behold, she looks out and there's a raccoon trying to climb the, the side of the cage. And as soon as she startled it, it took off. <laughs> but the other cats are sitting there looking at it. They're not even running away or nothing. They're just staring at it wondering what's going on and and then of course she she said oh if the coon gets in the cage and it's going to come through the and i said no i don't think so it can't get in there it's it's a i basically the cage is constructed of uh uh construction fencing i just put some of the chain link plastic chain link over the top of it with some two by fours and just basically a tarp and it, it's all zap strapped down so nothing can get in or under or you know, without them having to take a lot of time and figure something out and chew a hole and stuff, but it is really secure. But that's the thing, like, and rabbits too is, is another one. They go right up, right alongside the cage. You can see the cats eyeballing it, looking at it. But they do, they, they'd probably be chasing it. So yeah, it works out really well. I think it's, it's they still get to have their instinctual uh, feelings and yet they still get the security of, of being in the, in the house anytime they want and come and go and the weather wise you know that doesn't seem to bother them sometimes you wouldn't think they'd like in a out in a storm but yet they'll go out there and when it's windy and rainy and uh, I can hear them going in and out at night time 
because it's got the little trap door makes a little bit of a noise when they go in and out and but uh, so yeah they're up to their nocturnal things but uh, I I just was really impressed with the, the ability to to have them safe and secure still allow them outside benefits the animals aren't exposed to other animals and well, and I know those those uh, four cats are very much part of your family. I know in the summertime, you're very hesitant to go away for any length of time and leave your cats. You had to be away from home for more than a day or two. Do you have somebody that can come in and look after the cats for you? How do you deal with that when you're traveling? Yeah, good one, man. Yeah, to go. I would just go and ask the neighbor if she wouldn't mind. Just give her the key and come in. Just fill up their bowls and just, just scoop their litter boxes uh Pretty much once a day or twice a day. We have lots of them too, by the way. We got lots of scratch and posts for them. And we give them, I think they got three litter boxes at least. And uh, they're all thoroughly done. And they're just well behaved. They, they don't scratch the furniture. They don't jump up on things. And they're, you know, the one, like I said, Marie, she's a bit of the pesty one. She's the one that, you know, will be in the Christmas tree. Uh, when the other <laughs> yeah. ones, yeah, when the other well, ones aren't, you know, it's always, you know, it's like that one, don't, the child that said, you know, you don't touch this, I just painted it, you know, and of <laughs> course, the first thing they're going to do is touch it, so, but that's what she's like, she's, she keeps calf jumping and going, but. And you were talking about the Christmas tree, and that was actually leading up to a question that I had for you, because of course we know we're just a month away from the big Christmas day coming up here. And everybody's getting ready to start putting up their trees soon. And I know having pets and Christmas trees can be a challenge, especially when you have pets that like to climb. So how do you guys deal with that during the holiday season? Basically just telling them to get out of the tree. That's about it. That's all we can do. It's like, we'll wait. Usually we're in the living room and, uh, you know, like I say, uh, a lot of them, they'll go under and they hide. They like to hide under things. They'll go under and they'll hide under the tree and they'll chase each other around. And like I said, it's just the one. Marie's the only one that likes to test the abilities, and she likes to go up. And it's it's a fake tree, mind you. So which is actually more concerning because Kathy's worrying about them chewing on the wires and stuff. It, you know, kind of kid-proof the bottom of the tree, much like you do when you have a younger a younger baby. Uh, and and just, that's a great. There's just no doubt about it. They're just it's awesome. It's something that I think every human needs to have is a secondary source of of love and entertainment and uh, something that they can spoil in a nice way and uh, help you get through the day. Oh, you know, Wally, I think that sounds absolutely delightful. And uh, it's really nice to see how bonded you are with the four cats. And it really does sound like they're very much a part of your family, not an extension of your family, but an actual part of your family. And I, and I just really want to thank you so much for taking the time today to chat with me about the cats and share a few stories. And thank you too, it was awesome. It's, it's always good to brag about your family, no matter what they are, if they're furry or if they're, uh, <laughs> <laughs> or not, you, you know what I mean? And uh, no, it's, it's all good. And I just wish, uh, I just wish uh, more people were like pets. Oh, that's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Wally. I absolutely appreciate your time, and I hope you have a wonderful day and stay dry out there today. Oh, you got it. Thank you very much, Linda. It was been a treat, and uh, I look forward to uh, more of your uh, stories. Thank you very Perfect. much. Thanks, Wally. Take care. Right. Bye-bye.
And that was Kaz Wally from North Vancouver Island sharing his stories with us about the four cats and the catio. Thanks so much to Wally, Kathy, and the cats for sharing your stories. And coming up on the next episode, we're going to be talking to Terry. Now, Terry resides also in British Columbia, but Terry has kind of a unique pet at home. Terry has Leo the Lionhead Rabbit. And believe me, this is going to be quite the tale. So please do check back with us for the next episode of a second part in our series of The Animal World. Take care, everybody. Have a great week. And do remember that smiles come in all languages and in all colors. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to click like and share it so others can enjoy it also. Join the Lindy's Audio Cafe podcast group for updates. Oh, and positive reviews are always welcome as well. (laughs) Check the show notes for updated links. Thanks again for listening. Have a great day.